BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Ben Maller Show rolls on. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live. The Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. Well, at least we have something called the college football playoff. And uh, something for everybody. You've got a team this year, Michigan, a team I covered for years for WTK in Ann Arbor, Detroit, making their first ever appearance or the first team ever in this playoff format to make it to the playoffs. And they began the beginning of the season not even ranked. They were unranked. And we've got our first non Power 5 team, the Cincinnati Bearcats, make no mistake, very good team. A couple of NFL locked-on corners, an NFL quarterback. They got a starting 22 that can match up with just about anybody. We'll see what happens when they get on the big stage. Quantum physics takes over. There's an old saying, Casey Stengel once said, people lose to the Yankees because they get they get uh, crazy and staring at the pinstripes. It'll be interesting to see over four quarters how Alabama uh, or how Cincinnati handles Alabama football is a game of attrition but there's already complaining because 
these two games, this doubleheader, is New Year's Eve. And the late game, the Orange Bowl, won't kick off until 7.30 Eastern time. And you know how long these they, 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 these games are three and a half hours, whether you like it or not. That puts you at 11. It's got to put a crimp in some folks' New Year's Eve plans, right? Let's bring in the crew. Uh, Eddie, I know you're a big college football fan. Will you watch these games? And what are your thoughts on the current state of this, the playoff structure and how the how this is assembled? Well, I will definitely be watching these games. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, as far as the current playoff format, I'm definitely uh, in favor of expanding. Um, I'd love to see 12 teams in a college football playoff. Now, look, I'm a graduate of a non-Power 5 school. I went to Fresno State. So anything that can help uh, my beloved Bulldogs get a chance to play in the playoff, uh, I'm going to be all for. So I'm, I'm always uh, in favor of something being more inclusive and it's eventually going to happen. I don't know if it'll be 8 or 12 uh, or how soon they'll move to that. But it's, there's money to be made, and they're all about that. So it's, it'll happen at some point soon, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think they need to structure it in a way where more than one TV network is kicking in so it's not a monopoly. Uh, and I'm, my concern is it could be a couple, three years away, hopefully sooner rather than later. I'm of the belief that it will not only enhance uh, the the – the, the college football schedule, as it were, as you get into November, because more games will take on meeting as more teams have an opportunity to really get into the playoffs uh, if they can get into their conference championship game and win their conference championship. But I hear one of the laments is what it's going to do to the Bulls. I think it can enhance the Bulls. Here's why. All you've got to do is incorporate the existing bowl structure in the playoffs. So if you have a playoff game and it's Cincinnati versus Notre Dame, I'm just throwing teams out there, right? But you incorporate that in into the Sun Bowl or one of the other bowls. Use existing bowls. And for the remaining, there's already 40 bowl games, so there's 80 teams. So for the remaining 68 teams, I don't care what anybody says. It's a thrill for most of these schools to go to a bowl game. They get the extra practice time. It's good for recruiting. You win your bowl game, more visibility and opportunity, something to show for your efforts. It can still work for everybody. It's just not being communicated and sold properly. All right, Coop. Now, I'm not sure to what level you're a college football fan. Whether you are or you're on, I'm sure your opinion is valuable when it comes to how you think this committee does in terms of truly assembling a, a, a representative and fair playoff format. Will you be watching the games? What changes need to be made in your view? Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Bernie. I'm, my opinion probably doesn't matter too much. I, do, I don't really watch uh, college college sports much at all. Uh but uh, I, I was, you know, just listening to the monologue that you gave a little bit earlier. I kind of agree with what you were saying as far as it's not really a playoffs; it's more of an invitational, and um, I think it's better than what we had been doing. Uh, but it's, you know, it's still really, it's not, you know, it's not perfect, obviously. Your opinion counts because it's a conscious choice for you that you are not necessarily a fan of. You mentioned college sports. So does that mean college basketball and everything else as well, or is it just college football you don't watch? Yeah, uh, I mean, college football I pay attention to. Like, I'll, you know, I'll follow. I don't really watch it, um, but, you know, because I, I love the NFL, so I just like to see who's kind of up and coming. Uh, college basketball, zero, zilch, not at all. Okay, that's interesting. Is there a reason? Uh, just, just, I'm curious. If it's a conscious choice, and that's fair. 
Um, uh, well, I with college football, I've watched it less and less because uh, USC has become less and less relevant. Uh, and that was the team that I, you know, grew up rooting for. Uh, and then with college basketball, I just it's the game itself is just kind of like. Uh, not it's not super entertaining like the you know march madness is cool and that's you know that gets to be fun but uh, otherwise it's you know it's not great basketball and there's just too it's just too much there's too many schools and teams and i don't really have any particular loyalty to anybody so uh, yeah well that's fair uh, although you opened the door for me there if should usc return to prominence would that get you back watching college football Probably. I don't know that I'd be watching every big game or, or anything like that, but you know, I'd start watching at least SC games again. <laughs> Sounds good. Roberto, what are your thoughts on this whole uh, college football playoff uh, fiasco? Because to me, it's just not a playoff. I'll take it. It's better than nothing, but I don't like it. Your thoughts? Uh, I, I kind of agree with you there. I, I think it's true that we say that it's more of an, an invitation than it is a, a playoff. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of college football either. Uh, I was a big fan of UCLA, Bob Toledo days, uh, late or nineties. Yeah, I remember that ninety-five when Bob Toledo came to UCLA. Yep. Yeah, and then UCLA has been trash ever since he left. So I haven't really watched much college football. I do watch it if I'm home on a Saturday and there's big game on. I'll, I'll watch it, but I, I normally I normally don't watch too much. I watch more NFL than anything. All right, fair enough. Well, the one thing I will say, guys, is I am hopeful that we at least have these games. Now, I'm not being facetious. I believe we are. We've already seen, uh, what, five bowl games canceled because of COVID issues. And it turns out this last week the college football playoff management committee announced updated procedures just last Wednesday to govern any potential issues caused by COVID-19, and this has to do with the playoff. Can you imagine if this happened? So the new policies, they provide guidance in the event that one or more of the teams can't play due to an insufficient number of players. Well, if you saw the uh, North Carolina coach, he was pretty pretty ticked off. Uh, North Carolina State, excuse me, that they came out and they didn't have any COVID issues, but UCLA couldn't feel the team. So here's what the committee's decided to do, that the playoff semifinals, the Cotton Orange Bowl, if one team is unavailable to play, the unavailable team shall forfeit the game and its opponent would advance the national championship game. Can you imagine to come all this way and have that happen? And if both teams are unavailable in one of the semifinal games, then the semifinal game would be declared, quote, no contest, and the team winning the other semifinal game would be declared the college football national champion. This is ugly. Now, if playoff semifinalists have really thought this through, you've got the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. If three teams are unavailable to play, the semifinal game in which two teams are unable to play would be declared no contest. And... uh, I, I, it's hard. It's hard for me to really get my mind around this. Seriously. And in the other semifinal game, if the one team was unable to play, they'd forfeit the game, and its opponent would be declared the college football national champion. How do you think? How do you think um, that would play? Pick a team. Let's say Cincinnati. Would people really recognize him as a national champion of this format? 
I hope I, I really hope it doesn't come to this. Um, so the CFP National Championship. Look, the bottom line is if the team's unavailability is determined after the semifinals have been conducted, there's a little bit of a window. The national championship game in Indianapolis may be rescheduled no later than Friday, January 14th. If one team is able to play and the other is not, now this is, let's say we go through all this Michigas, this craziness, and you have two teams some, somehow standing, but they are not able to, they are not ready or able to play uh, on Monday, January 10th, when, when the game is actually scheduled for, they move it to the 14th. But if one team is unable to play in that game and it cannot be rescheduled, then it's over. They forfeit the game and you declare a national championship by default. Hold that thought. It's a, it's a horrible thought, but it's, it's there. And since this has been put on the books seven days ago, we've seen five bowl games canceled. Let's go out to the phones. Uh, we're joined by uh, Blind Emmett. Emmett, welcome to the Ben Maller Show. Uh, what's up, Bernie? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Happy New Year. You too, man. Uh, the topic I wanted to get into, you haven't really uh, got into yet, and that's NFL and Lamar Jackson. I will quickly weigh in on the uh, college uh, football. And it, it's weird because during, you know, the this regular season, uh, you know, I'll tune in, like, the big game. But I find myself tuning in more to the bowl games now. Like, t- today, I'm an Oregon fan, and I was into the – Oregon Oklahoma game at one point yep. I got mad and turned it off and then kept checking the <laughs> score and they came back and we're cutting it close I turned it back on and anyone who says the bull games are meaningless I get it but I love it it's good football well I don't think they're first of all uh, appreciate the call blind Emmett. Uh look I do not think bull games are meaningless I've covered major college football teams I covered the Michigan Wolverines for years going to a bowl game is huge for those schools and what it gives us an opportunity in many cases is for two teams from alternate conferences around the country that might not normally play each other a chance to play each other. They might not normally ever be scheduled in a regular season game, and all of a sudden you find these idiosyncratic, unusual one-time matchups that can do a lot for the popularity of a school and put them on the map. So I, I think the notion that people just call them exhibition games, not true. If you've ever been around a major college program or covered one, you would know that's not true. I want to switch gears real quickly. Eddie, let's bring you in for a second. Uh, late night drug tester tweets in, are you going to give a little airtime for the hashtag puck the world tonight or we have to wait till last week? No, Eddie, uh, when do you want to do that? We'll do that at some point during the show. Uh, your call, when do you want to do that, pal? Uh, well, we usually, usually do it in the final hour, so if you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. The final hour would be 2 a.m., Pacific, 5 a.m. Eastern. So there you have it, folks. In the business, they call that a tease. We will bring in Eddie Garcia for Puck the World tonight, and we'll, that'll be coming up in just a little under two hours. So late night, drug tester, thanks for weighing in. We're going to we're going to do that. Uh, so the long and short of it is the bowl committee was, I don't want them to sound draconian, but he basically said, the, the executive director, Bill Hancock, said, it's wise and necessary to put in place additional precautions as we prepare for the playoff because these policies will better protect our students and staff so we're providing clarity in the event the worst-case scenario. I, mean, I talked about this on my show Saturday night. Brian Finley said he thinks this is just a way of putting your fist down so these people won't screw this up. 
They're they're letting them know they mean business, and so the, you put a little fear into some of these folks, and the, you know they'll 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 want to follow the protocols. Speaking of following protocols, I want to talk a little about a little bit about Urban Meyer. You know, when you're a a, a college coach, you, you're a surrogate father, you're a mentor, you're a counselor, you're a coach. But when you're in, in the NFL. You're a CEO running a major corporation, and your players are grown men. They're full-time employees. This is how they make their living and pay their bills. I could not have been more wrong about Urban Meyer when he got hired because I read his book, Above the Line, about leadership, and after what happened these last 13 weeks in in uh, Jacksonville, I threw the book in the trash. It, it was a great book, just that Urban Meyer, when it got to the NFL, didn't follow his own policies. But he's not the only first-time NFL coach coming out of college has struggled. We'll give you a list so Urban doesn't feel so bad. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio studio. Stick and stay. You're listening to The Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Well, it's late at night, alley cats are creeping, they're looking for some place to go. The night owls are up, sleepy heads are sleeping, it's time for the Ben Maller Show. Maller Militia get the most out of the Ben Maller Show listening experience by adding your touch. Take a few seconds to follow your host on Twitter. In for Ben Maller, it's Bernie Fratto. He's at B R N I E F R A T T O on Twitter. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop Justin Cooper. And he's at UH Bronco fan. Octopussy. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Bernie Fratto. Thanks so much, Eddie. Another a hell of a reference from a James Bond movie, 1983. Hey, man. You want to go music, pop culture trivia? Pack a lunch. Urban Meyer should have packed a lunch. Uh, I, I could have not been more fooled by him. Uh, he had success at Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, Ohio State. Uh, his book, Above the Line, which came out in 2015, was phenomenal about leadership that, that carries over in any walk of life. So why didn't he follow his own why didn't he follow his own practical leadership tenets when it came to coaching these grown men in Jacksonville? What an abject, spectacular failure. I never saw it coming. I was wrong. And by the way, it's never easy for a college coach to make the jump to the NFL as a first year coach. Uh, they don't I, I think the NFL actually looks down on, on the on college coaches. I remember when Jimmy Johnson was hired by the Dallas Cowboys and 
1989. He went 1-15 his first year, but he turned it around within three or four years. That was the Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin teams. Won three Super Bowls. Uh, Buddy Ryan, who was coaching in Philadelphia at the time, says, yeah, he's going to find out there are no East Carolinas on the schedule when you come into this league. And then other coaches have a delusion. You know, Steve Spurrier, who uh, the, the old ball coach, legend in college, and also a legend is, from being a smartass, 2002, he went from Florida and spent two years in, in Washington when they were called the Redskins. He was 12 and 20 in those two years. He said, yeah, come on, I'll be able to do this. The only difference between college and the NFL, the cheerleaders are older. Yeah, nice one. How'd that work out? By the way, a little later in the show, I'm going to, you know, there have been coaches that were huge jerks, but they survived and thrived. And it, well, why do I bring that up? Because you know, coaches and, and, and managers have won in other sports, or certainly in the NFL, uh, even though they were kind of uh, D-bags, if you get my drift. The reason I bring that up is, as Colin mentioned, that he thought Urban uh, was fired because he lost the locker room. No, he was fired because he lost. He was 2-11. I guarantee you, he'd have been 8-5, and five, they wouldn't have fired him. And Urban never really had the locker room. Never. But you know what? He's not the only guy who came from college and didn't exactly light the world on fire. And as I mentioned, there's a different mentality in college. Yeah, you're the head coach, but you're also a surrogate father. You're a mentor. You're a counselor. You have to deal with your star quarterback when his girlfriend walks out on him. You get that call at 2 in the morning when one of your uh, star running backs is underage drinking in a bar and he might have had a few too many cream dements and gets into an altercation and you gotta you gotta deal with those things uh, you don't deal with that in the nfl you're a ceo you're running a major corporation and you, again the players they're grown men they're full-time employees this is how they pay their bills you can't treat them the same you can't talk to them the same um and you, you are king in college there's an old joke about fred Akers, who's a legendary coach at the university of texas when they were on top of the world Back in the 70s, there was a joke once, uh, allegedly true. He got a call from an academic advisor who said, Hey, Coach, do you, do you know your star quarterback is currently getting four Fs and one D? What do you think about that? So said, Yeah, I think he's spending entirely too much time on one subject. Simpler times, but in college you're king. In the NFL, you're not. Some people found out that hard way. By the way, I'm going to start out. There have been a few college coaches who went to the pros and were actually over 500. Believe it or not, Jim Harbaugh, when he went from Stanford to the 49ers, he was 44-19. and 19. Cliff Kingsbury, he went from Texas Tech to Arizona. He couldn't win at Texas Tech, but he started out 23-20 and 20 in Arizona. They've hit a little bit of a, a rough patch. Uh, and uh, Bill O'Brien, he, he resurrected Penn State after the terrible Jerry Sandusky situation. Of course, he'd been in New England with Belichick. He was actually 52-48 and 48 with the Texans. He qualifies as a college head coach jumping to the NFL as a first-time head coach coming straight from college. Chip Kelly, with his protein drinks and his philosophies, went from Oregon to the Philadelphia Eagles. He was actually 26-21. and 21. <clears throat> But there's some pretty big names on here that didn't fare so well. Butch Davis, he did real well at the University of Miami. But he went to the Cleveland Browns. He was only 24 and 35. I already mentioned Steve Spurrier. It's Nick Saban. Nick Saban, probably the greatest college coach of all time. He went from LSU to the Dolphins. He was 15 and 17. But there's a little nuance there because he was actually 9 and 7 one year. And he really wasn't going to go to Alabama. 
until Drew Brees flew in and didn't pass the physical. Then after that, he had a teary meeting with Wayne Huizenga, the owner, on New Year's Day, and the rest is history. Greg Schiano, who's back at Rutgers, went from Rutgers to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was 11-21. and 21. Uh, Matt Rule, who I think did a hell of a job at Baylor, he's only 10-19 and 19 with the Carolina Panthers, and <clears throat> I think he's a really good coach. Uh, Bobby Petrino, one of the all-time D-bags, 13 games, just like Urban Meyer. But Bobby Petrino never won anything that I can remember. He went from Louisville to the Falcons, 3-10, and 10, left a note on the wall on his way out. So it wasn't so easy. We're going to touch on this a little later. It's one of the big stories, I think, in the National Football League this year. But you can be a jerk and survive if you win, and I'll give plenty of examples uh, later in the show. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Uh, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. 
Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Urban Meyer left a real body of work. There's just no two ways about it. His tenure was an embarrassment. And, uh, you, you know, he had several things that he did literally from the minute he got there. Uh, he hired the Iowa strength and conditioning coach. He'd been accused of bullying and allegedly saying racist remarks. He, he was let go 24 hours later or resigned or whatever. And then when he signed Tim Tebow as a tight end, I gave him a little bit of a hall pass for that. Look, they won two national championships together. He won a Heisman. You know, just doing a solid for his guy. But then he violated the league's policy on contact during offseason practices, costing himself and his owner $300,000 in fines. Then he stayed in Ohio after the loss to Cincinnati. And, he paid, yes, he was patronizing his own restaurant. But, you know, you, you know, Urban, people have cell phones to record your every move. So when the young lady moseyed over to you, you, you know, you kind of got out of there, fella. And uh, not taking the team flight home was, was not a good look. And then the story when he allegedly kicked the former place kicker, Josh Lambeau, while he was stretching. Uh, add it all up, 2-11, that didn't help either. A guy who wrote a book on leadership seemed to lack it when it mattered most in his only NFL tenure. Uh, Eddie Garcia, uh, what's your quick takeaway on just the whole Urban Meyer saga, how you sum it up? By the way, you think he'll ever coach again on any level? Uh, if he wants to, I think somebody will give him a chance because he's pretty much won at every level other than the NFL, but I don't know that he exactly got a fair shot to show what he could do in the NFL. Uh, look, you, er, I didn't read his book, so I can't comment on his leadership book. Um, but I mean, look, Bernie, your opinion is that of most people in the media. It seems my opinion is not that, um, I I thought a lot of this stuff was overblown. Um, you know, urban Meyer has never been a great character guy that I've can tell from his stops at Florida in particular, Ohio state, there were issues that apparently that was okay, which is ironic. You would think in the NFL, uh, some of his uh, issues would be, more overlooked than they were in the college game where he's supposedly a leader of young men. Um, but a lot of this stuff was, to me, overblown. The Tim Tebow thing was nothing. I have no Agreed. idea why that was a problem. Uh, the hiring of the strength coach who had some issues. I mean, last time I checked, uh, there are plenty of NFL players who have been convicted of crimes who are getting second chances uh, to be employed in the NFL. Um, you know, the thing with the, the girl in the bar, that's between Urban Meyer and his wife, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, look, all these things weren't good looks. I'm not trying to say that uh, the organization was happy with any of the things that he did. But when you take it all in the whole for me, I didn't have a big issue with a lot of this stuff. It, 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 he, he doesn't look great, but was this enough to get him fired? Um, not to me. And as far as him taking over the Jaguars and them not being good, they were 1-15 last year. What did people expect? Did they really think Urban Meyer was going to walk in there and his first uh, chance in the NFL was going to just turn this team completely around? If there are issues with Trevor Lawrence's development, 
uh, that the owner has. Uh, sure, that could be concerning. And But on the whole, I thought it was a lot of small, embarrassing things. I didn't think it was a, enough in my mind to uh, warrant him being fired. If I was the owner of the Jaguars, sure, I would have sat down and have a, a chat with him about it. Uh, but I wouldn't have fired him. I would have tried to at least see it through for the season and then see where we're going to go next year. Um, so I guess my opinion is not that of most people in the media, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I thought a lot of it was overblown and yeah, we do that in the media. It's part of what we do, but it seemed almost like there was an an agenda that this college guy wasn't going to come into the NFL and, uh, be given any kind of, any, uh, any kind of slack, uh, and, and anything he did, you know, was really blown out of proportion. That's how I look at it. Well, I think your thoughts are not only very refreshing and insightful, you articulated very well, uh, and they're based on objectivity and you, you talk about folks having an agenda. I do think people were rooting for him to fail. Uh, they've always been rooting for him to fail. He has that demeanor about him. I strongly recommend you read his book. Google it, just read excerpts, because his ability to articulate what it takes to be a leader and how leadership is the essence of of influence based on trust you've earned with people over time. Then when you hear NFL players talking about this guy came in in preaching family and values and he turned out to be a complete fraud because his actions were the opposite, that's what bothered me. I got duped. I was duped. I thought he would succeed because I thought he would be smart enough to figure it out. When Jimmy Johnson was hired by the Dallas Cowboys in 1989, he walked in there and said, guys, there's only one way I know how to coach, and some of you just aren't going to be here. And I I can't change me, so I've got to construct this roster based on guys that are going to get behind me and pull the rope, and they moved a ton of guys out. There are stories of a guy fumbling in a preseason game, and he called him in the next day, son, I'm going to give you a chance to never lose a game for the Dallas Cowboys again. You're cut. And he was a fairly high draft choice. Look, the long and the short of it is, I thought Urban Meyer had the ability and the pliability to communicate that to a team and set a tone. I covered the Lions for 10 years, 98 to 2008. I've always said I've seen it all. For my first year there was Barry Sanders last year. My last year was Rod Marinelli going 0-16. The NFL is a unique subculture. You have got to adapt. You are not going to change them. You're going to have to adapt. And, Eddie, I think you, you, your position is inarguable unless someone has it in for Urban Meyer, which some a lot of people do. But I think it's refreshing. I think there's a lot of things we also don't know. Where I'm bothered is partly because I was duped. Where I'm also bothered is I genuinely thought this guy was smart enough to change and adapt his approach based on an NFL style that would bring out the best in him, that would enable that franchise. As you pointed out, let's not bury the lead. They were 1-15 in 15 the year before. This is not even an NFL roster of players. You could bring back Vince Lombardi. He wouldn't have won with this roster. As a matter of fact, when he was hired by the Green Bay Packers, Curly Lambeau called him in and says, what's wrong with my team? He goes, I'll tell you what's wrong with your team, Mr. Lambeau. You got 55 players in this roster and 48 can't play football. He changed the whole roster. Coop, do you have any thoughts on, uh, on Urban Meyer? I feel like uh, Eddie Eddie kind of summed it all up. I, I mean, the, my my main thought is, you know, since you know, since I don't really watch college football, I, all I know is how successful he was, and and it, I was surprised when they uh, mutually parted ways, got fired when he when he got the boot because uh, I mean, it wasn't even a full season, and you you know, somebody with that kind of track record, you would expect would get a little longer leash, and that's even with all of the uh, I guess quote unquote uh, 
scandals, if you want to call them that. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of with Eddie in the like to where I didn't really feel like any of those were all that big of a deal. You guys aren't wrong. Everything has a context, you know, and, and I think the one thing Eddie said that stuck in my mind is people had an agenda, you know, because organizations don't treat everybody the same. Jimmy Johnson also said, I don't treat all my players the same. I don't treat my stars the same as my also rants. It's just the way it is. He goes, if a backup lineman falls asleep in film, I might cut him. If Troy Aikman falls asleep in film, I might gently nudge him and say, hey, Troy, could you wake up, please? He's my starting quarterback. Uh, Roberto, your thoughts on Urban Meyer? Yeah, I kind of agree with uh, everything Eddie said there. I feel like people had an agenda. They didn't want him to succeed in the NFL, and I feel like he got uh, – I was surprised when he got when he got let go because uh, Gus Bradley was there year after year, and he was terrible as coach, and he kept getting a chance year after year. And uh, I thought maybe Urban Meyer would have got the same chance, but he, but he didn't. And it's amazing because Shad Khan paid him a fortune, recruited him, really put on the heavy, you know, romancing to bring him into Jacksonville. You know what? Shad Khan, your shorts aren't clean either, pal. You're 41 and 116 in your 10 years in the National Football League. So with all due respect, you might want to take a look in the mirror because some of the decisions you've made haven't worked out as well. Coming up, we're going to bring you back out to Vegas. We do a little segment called Mackinac Sports with Mackenzie Rivers, the chief researcher here. We know a lot of you folks listening love to bet. And in my show on Saturday nights, straight out of Vegas, we talk about getting angles on certain things. And one of the things you can bet on is whether or not the Lakers can make the playoffs or will they miss the playoffs. So Mackenzie We'll bring in Mackinac Sports. We'll give you some of the probabilities and what the right bet is in there to see if this team can get across the finish line. They're quite a collection, but will it manifest itself in having success in the postseason? I'm Bernie Frado coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio studios. Don't go away. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Ben Maller Show is scientifically proven to help make time fly by while working the third shift. We have a track record of almost 20 years of nocturnal service. Help support our daily battle against insomnia by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We need your support. And now live in the Fox Sports Radio studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Bernie Fratto. Thanks so much, Eddie. Top credit to the crew for some what I consider to be some refreshing, insightful, and accurate Commentary about Urban Meyer giving us the flip side of the coin, which can maintain our objectivity and do our best not to demonize this guy. You might realize there's an alternative argument to be made. I thought the guys did a really good job of that. Before I get to Mackinac Sports, by the way, tomorrow night we're going to talk a lot more football. We're going to get into the NFL. I'm going to get into the Matt Stafford saga with the Rams and my time with the Lions and my thoughts on whether or not he'll get you to the promised land. The best stories, the biggest stories that took place in college football this year and much, much more. But first, all right, the NBA is raging and LeBron James has written a script, but it may not be the script he's written when the postseason rolls around. Let's bring in McKenzie Rivers, Mackinac Sports. McKenzie, you've got some thoughts, including probabilities and percentages on whether or not the Lakers make the playoffs. 
Yes, the Lakers dropped to 17 and 19 with their latest loss tonight. John Morant outduels LeBron. He goes for 41. LeBron continues a torrid scratch. Toward stretch, he goes for 39. But John Morant was not scared of him. This is the Tiger Woods effect or lack thereof. This generation ready to go blow for blow, and that's why the Lakers 17 and 19 below 500. So here's the dichotomy. We have what everybody expects, what everybody knows. Mark Jackson on Christmas Day said, the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. And everybody kind of nodded because, yeah, the Lakers end up making the playoffs every year. But they're below 500, and they have had the easiest schedule in the league. 538 looks at that and says the Lakers have a 20% chance to make the playoffs. Common sense, maybe. Vegas says the Lakers have a 70% chance to make the playoffs. Huge discrepancy here. Before I give my two cents, what do you think? You're, you you with uh, the analytical models that say this Lakers team, by the way they've played, by how they're easy their schedule has been, aren't going to make the playoffs? Or Mark Jackson, common sense in Vegas that says, come on, at the end of the day, LeBron's going to be there in the spring. Yeah, that's like saying it's just simply their God-given right to make it. The problem is when they get on the floor with the Phoenixes and the Golden States, and to your point, McKenzie, they haven't even really played the bulk of the uh, top-tier teams in the NBA, I think they're in huge trouble. I think it's less than a 50% chance uh, they make the playoffs. This isn't working. They're already talking about a big trade with the Pistons. They bring in Isaiah Thomas, gets a 10-day contract. He's gone. It's almost like dial a lineup. I think they're in trouble, McKenzie. Yes, I mean, this has been a quarter of the season. More than that, they're 24th in net rating. They're 27th on offense. I think I think you're right. I don't think it's as bad as 20%, like 538 projects, but I think it's less than 50%. We saw this in 2019 when LeBron got that nagging injury in March and the odds started to pull against him. He said, "Okay, let me pull it up. Let me pull it back and pull it all in for next year." And they ended up winning the championship that year. That's what I think this season is. LeBron's not going to retire at the end of this season, but it's around the corner. I think if if things start to turn bad like they have been, yeah, I don't think the Lakers make it. I All think right, they end so up pulling the plug. So let's make some money on it, right? You can make a bet. Tell, tell the folks the odds. Yes, the Vegas odds. Lakers, yes, minus 270. About 70% is the projection. But I'm going to say no, plus 210. We need this to cash about one-third of the time to be profitable. Like you said, I think the Vegas odds are wrong. I think the Lakers miss the playoffs more than half the time, making this a great scenario. Plus 210 to miss the playoffs for the Lakers. Best bet. I'm I'm in agreement with you. There's real value on that, uh, McKenzie. And e- even if uh, e- even if they make the playoffs, they're not going to win a championship. And I'm gonna, I, I've gone into this before. Uh, they I'll take nothing away from their bubble championship, but they benefit tremendously that year from getting three three months off and then four months off and then not having to travel in the bubble. Uh, and so uh, so your final bet, McKenzie, is you're taking the Lakers plus two ten to not make the playoffs. I think it's going to be close, but we could always hedge back in the play-in tournament. But no, I don't think they make it. All right, you'll be back in an hour, McKenzie, with some more stuff from Vegas. And in the meantime, coming up at the top of the hour, the NBA is considering an in-season tournament in December with pool play, a million-dollar payout, but they got a vote on it. Will it get the votes? This is kind of interesting. They're copying soccer now so they can make up for the lost revenue during COVID. I'm Bernie Frado coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Studios. Keep it locked. This is the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. 